Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Always glad to have this guy back. He's the former chief of staff over the Department of Defense. He is uh, Cash Patel. Cash, how are you? Good to see you. Hey, Joe. Happy New Year. Thanks for having me back on the show. Happy New Year to you, my friend. I understand you've got a new book out. You had the child's book, the kid's book that I actually have in my other office. It's a great read. I've got I've got kids uh, in the house. But you, you did one for the adults this time. It's called Government Gangsters. And wow, what timing. In fact, I've got Michael Franzese on this Friday, who's a former mobster of the Colombo crime family in New York. He says that that's exactly what's going on. It's being run by a bunch of gangsters. If you don't mind, uh, illuminate my audience on why you why you went for that word, the word gangsters. I know it's the swamp. I know it's the, the uh, a bunch of lobbyists yeah. are in their pockets, but why the word gangster? It's very specific. You know, thanks for letting me talk about it. Government Gangsters is on pre-sale on Amazon right now, and basically it's how I outline the deep state and not how it's all negative, how we can defeat the deep state, how we did with Donald Trump and how we can do again in 24. Right. And here's the reason why I call them government gangsters. They get into elected, not even elected office, they get nominated for these high-level positions to serve the American people, and instead what they do is they rob the American people, and they expect the media to glorify them for it. That's why I call them government gangsters, and I'm going to list every single one of them in my book um, that's available for I, I was, I'm sorry, you, you call them out by name? Yeah, every <laughs> single one of them. <laughs> Cash, you're unafraid. This is why I love you, brother, because you, you've got to be able to do that. That's what Donald Trump did when he ran for president. He called them out, and every yeah. time somebody attacked him, he called out the fake news. He called out the misinformation, the disinformation. The guy never gave in. And I think nope. they thought he was going to. You're made from the same mold. Why haven't you uh, bent a knee yet, Cash? Why, why, why do you keep on <laughs> fighting these people? They have all the power, don't they? You know, as we say, I bend the knee to God and nobody else. Yes. And for our troops, that's it. Other than that, you don't get that. And I think, you know, a couple of guys from Queens, me and Donald Trump, though we're on different sides of the railroad tracks, we, uh, we grew up learning you fight for family, faith, and freedom. And um, if you get opposed opposition to it for, with because it's based on lies like these government gangsters you got to take them out and here's the thing i learned about just my time in government you can't just call them out generically and say oh my god the fbi is bad no you have to cite it chapter and verse with names for the american people and i said enough of just me waiting around for everybody else to do it i'm gonna do it so every single agency is cited every single corrupt actor is cited but more importantly how we fix it is also implemented in there and that's the whole point of the book Cash, it's Cash Patel. Go go to fightwithcash.com uh, is his website. Go and pre-order this book on Amazon right now, Government Gangsters, Cash Patel, uh, former DOD chief of staff. Um, when President Trump took office, mm-hmm. I, and I even asked him this when I was in the, they invited me to go interview him at the White House. I said, were, were you naive to exactly how deep the swamp was? Did you expect that you can come in and because you, you got the job, you can make all these changes? I mean, the deep state is way deeper than I think he even expected. And he said, yeah, no, it, it was way worse than I expected. And I knew that it was bad. So Cash, to your point about getting rid of these, these government gangsters, um, how do you do that? If, if Should Donald Trump be elected again? Can he walk in and fire 5,000 FBI people? I mean, that'd be hard to do. How do you how do you yeah. fix it? Yeah, and here's the thing. You know, most of the FBI's, you know, Joe, you know a lot of them. They're great. Yeah. I work with them as a federal prosecutor. They're awesome. What you need to do is get literally the top three rungs of every agency, the director, the deputy, and the undersecretaries and the chiefs of staff. And that's you're talking about 15, 20 people per agency. Once you install your bench into those positions, then you have a mandate to govern that agency under the direction of the commander in chief. Yes. And that's what President Trump didn't do the first time around. And then, yeah, we'll find the onesies and twosies that are sort of remaining, like the Charmellas and company down the road. Yes. But once you have all of that top end uh, bureaucracy filled with people who aren't going to be bureaucrats, 
That's how you defeat the deep state, FBI, DOJ, CIA, NSA, DOD, what have you. And you have people who follow the mission and put the mission first. And I think that's what President Trump is reminding people of his successes, especially in national security um, matters in law enforcement. Follow him on Truth. It's at Cash, right? Just at Cash, K-A-S-H, Cash Patel. Let me ask you about the January 6th Unselect Committee. You had a (laughs) committee that was illegal by the rules. It didn't follow the rules of the House of Representatives. They lied constantly. They made things up constantly. They hid things like Ray Epps. We're still not allowed to know who Ray Epps was, the guy we've got on videotape saying, we're going into the Capitol. We're going to take it over tomorrow. You know, he basically is the guy who's inciting everything. Mm -hmm. And then they subpoena President Trump at the end, and quietly because Harmeet Dillon went after them, they, they uh, let's just take that subpoena back. We don't really want to see him. Um, what do you think the whole goal was there? Was it like you and I have discussed before just to stop him from running again? Was that the whole, the whole thing was put together to stop him from running again? Yeah, it's whatever they can to kneecap him. The whole goal was to create enough fake news narrative in the media cycles and headlines to say, oh my God, he's so bad. We just subpoenaed a former president. Well, you saw that subpoena was worth uh, zero. Yeah, and exactly. it's been discarded because it was unlawful by a committee that was probably unlawful. And look, you're talking to the guy that was the first subpoena issued by the unselect committee of January 6th was mine. The last transcript that they released at the 11th hour Mine, literally just days ago after calling for its release for a year. Yes. Why? They didn't want the truth to come out about President Trump's actions, about his authorization of the National Guard. And thanks to your courageous reporting, America knows what actually happened. And the only thing the January 6th committee did was try to bury the truth and get a political win because they knew they were going to lose the House. And um, and now there needs to be an investigation. Here's the one singular thing the, the Congress can do. Put out every piece of information the FBI has on Ray Epps the amount of money he's been paid as an informant, and why was he allowed to encourage and incite uh, a riot in and around some events of right. January 6th as a government employee? I wonder if you saw Jamie Raskin uh, in his um, his his condemnation of even bringing the name Ray Epps up the other day. And I forget who brought it up. I can't think of who the guy was that brought it up. But, but Jamie Raskin's response was, leave this poor schmuck alone. He's on your side. He's just some guy. Um, uh, he deserves to go and live his life. Cash, this while the people who are still in prison or in jail at the Capitol Jail um, who have no Eighth Amendment rights to even get out on bail to go see their families, some of them with cancer and everything else, this guy is still supporting... This guy, Ray Epps. I mean, when you see somebody, I mean, it, it just it reminded me of, 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 I believe it was Shakespeare that said, methinks the lady doth protest too much. Um, Jamie Raskin wasn't smart enough to shut up about Ray Epps. He actually argued for Ray Epps, who he alleged is some Trumpster. So we know this guy is somebody, right? And anytime you ask who is Ray Epps, their answer is leave him alone. Yeah, and not just not just Raskin, but remember Adam Crybaby Kinziger. Exactly right. And here's the only thing you need to know. The only transcript we have right now that's out there about Ray Epps is his transcript, which you've covered, which says specifically, Ray Epps, I orchestrated it, talking about the January 6th matter. So if this guy is on the record saying it, what else don't we know? And look, I've said all along, this guy, Ray Epps, is a Christopher Steele of January 6th. Yes. You are going to find out he's on the FBI payroll. He's a part of their corruption cover-up network and the illegal use of confidential human sources for political gain. And he's not going to be the only one that's there. And by the way, I'm glad you brought up the Jan 6 defendants and detainees, because as a former federal prosecutor and public defender, what's happening to these people is the most unconstitutional thing I've ever seen in terms of denial of due process. By not giving them the information on Ray Epps 
and other corrupt actors at the FBI. They are denying these people due process and exculpatory evidence just like they did to the likes of General Flynn and company. And we saw what happened to those cases. And mark my word, I think once we get a Congress with some guts, we're going to get the exposure of this information. And you're going to see a lot of January 6 cases get tossed because the FBI and DOJ once again elected illegally and based on political partisan gain. At Cash on Truth Social, K-A-S-H, you go to uh, fightwithcash.com uh, to go to his website, get this book, pre-order this book, Government Gangsters. Cash, I, I posted a short video on YouTube, and on that video I said, President Trump authorized ten to 20,000 National Guard troops the day of January 6th, and he was turned down by Nancy Pelosi, by the Capitol Police, and by everybody else involved, including uh, uh, Muriel Bowser, who was the, uh, the mayor of Washington, D.C. Um, mm-hmm. I said, that's a fact. Got over a million views. Mo- uh, many people said, prove it. Where's the proof? So <laughs> my proof was I took my, my link of our interview last time, and I said, here you go, Cash Patel, DOD chief of staff. Uh, he's the guy with the goods. He's lying. You're lying. Everybody's lying. People fall for the narrative that's given out by big tech, big media, big academia, big sports, big whomever, and they buy it. How do we permeate that, Cash? Because what you said about him authorizing that is true. You've got proof. What I said about it is true. I've got proof. What we know about Ray Epps is true. We've got proof. So how do we permeate this mind-numbing information that they're being overloaded with every day saying Cash is a liar, Pags is a liar, Trump is a liar? No, that's a great question. And look, you know how you defeat them with their own receipts. And this is something I learned when I ran the Russiagate investigation. Don't take my word for it. Don't take your word for it. Take the FBI's own written documentation and arrogance for it. And the things that you should be showing these people are the documents. Get this, the January 6th committee. I submitted into the record for evidence and they promised in writing to release it. And of course they lied. The DOD timeline, the Capitol Police timeline and the Bowser letter which shows in Bowser's own words and Pelosi's own words, their refusal and rejection of the National Guard with Donald Trump authorized. Also in the timeline, timelines from the DOD, the Capitol Police and Mayor Bowser's own words. What are they gonna say? Oh, those are forgeries? That's how you defeat it. That's how you get through to them. And you say, this is their own writing, their own documentation, proving what Cash said under oath, what I've been putting out for a year. And that is the hardcore truth. And they can't run away from that. Well, actually, what they will do is run away and make up a new narrative uh, about something else. But those receipts are public documentation, publicly available. And everyone should be reading that. It's Cash Patel. You know, it's interesting because today's January 4th as we do this. That yeah. was January 4th of 2021 when uh, when I believe those refusals came back. They didn't want the National Guard. It was two days or three days before the actual event of January 6th. Cash, in your heart of hearts and from the knowledge that you have and the information that we've that we've gleaned, how many how many FBI agents do you think might have been there? How many federal agents? Are, are you convinced that there were federal agents involved in helping to incite what happened on January 6th? I definitely believe there's probably a dozen FBI informants. Wow. Whether there was undercover, what we call UCEs, undercover employees, actual FBI agents, man, I've seen some crazy stuff. You're talking to the Russia Gate guy, and if we see one, one UCE there, you are talking about a level of FBI corruption not seen before, because that would mean they put a guy with a badge and a gun who is an FBI agent on the ground there. And Chris Ray just needs to be asked that very question, Joe. Nobody's told, nobody's brought that up. You should get that over to Congress immediately and be like, ask this question. Was there, forget the confidential human informants, 
Did you have an FBI employee on the ground on January 6th? And I think that answer is going to bring down the house. I think it will as well. It's Cash Patel. Go and follow him at Cash on Truth. Go to fightwithcash.com and get this book, Government Gangsters. It's available for pre-order right now over on Amazon. Let me ask you about the separation of, of the, uh, the parties in Washington, D.C. Adam Schiff is a liar, proven liar. He's still sitting on committees. Um, you've got Eric Swalwell uh, allegedly slept with a Chinese spy for five years. He's still leading some committees. Jerry Nadler lies constantly. The guy just on impeachment, what he said yeah. about Clinton versus what he said about Trump, the guy's just a liar. He's leading committees. Um, the Democrats always circle the wagons. The Republicans today, you, you know who's gotten the most votes for speaker so far? It's Hakeem Jeffries. Yeah. God forbid something stupid like that should happen. What is it going to take to push the old guard Republicans, the right Republicans out of the way and get some America first Republicans in there that will do the same thing just in, in the mechanics of it that the Democrats do in circling the wagons at all times. Nancy Pelosi and I agree on nothing and I can't stand the agenda that she ran for as many years as she ran, but she was very effective as speaker. We need yeah. that on our side cash. What's it going to take to get our side to congeal like that side always seems to do? That's the question of the day. And look, what's it going to take? It's going to take a level of recognition from uh, about a level of arrogance that these guys are going to have to drop down from and say and realize this is a constitutional republic. We put you there to represent the new Republican Party and you guys need to make concessions on both sides. So we don't have this. I don't mind. Here's the thing. I don't mind that we're having an argument and multiple votes for Speaker of the House because it's allowing us to get concessions that were never allowed to be gotten before. But we have to be careful, like you said, about not overplaying our hand because we could end up with a Hakeem Jeffries, the Speaker of the House, in some crazy coalition government. So I see the division and I see so many people on Truth Social coming out engaged never before about a speakership race, which is great. But call your representatives and go over there and remind them that they're there for you. They are not there for themselves. And then get them to talk in the well of the house in front of the world and say, this is the agreement, the contract that I, whoever the new speaker is, is making with the American people. I promise investigations into the FBI and DOJ. I promise to kick uh, Swalwell and Schiff and company off every single committee in Congress. I promise to withhold government funds from these government gangsters who abuse their authority and break the law for partisan political gain. If someone had the gall to do that from the well of the house, they'd be elected speaker overnight, in my opinion. Well, I agree with you. And what you said is exactly right. But Matt Gates says that they talked to McCarthy, said, hey, the Texas coalition just wants you to say, yes, we will, in fact, secure the border. McCarthy wouldn't say he would do that. Uh, we, we just want to make sure that you'll bring these people up for hearings. McCarthy wouldn't agree to it. Look, I, I'm not here to say Kevin McCarthy's a bad guy. I've interviewed him. He yeah. seems to be a nice enough guy. And I know that he really, really, really wants the job. But if he's not going to get enough votes, why would we ever take a chance? Of, and, I, and I know that President Trump, who you and I both love, we think the yeah. guy's great. I know that he's saying, stop this game. You're going to be embarrassed if this goes the other way. Mm-hmm. I hear what he's saying. But what is it going to take? Because, Cash, what you just spelled that very simply is, McCarthy, just say yes. Say yes to what your party wants because your party is representing the people from their districts. Why? Any opinion on that? Why he's just not saying, you're damn straight, I'll do what you want. Yeah, you're right. That's all he needs to do and he'd get in tomorrow, tomorrow. overnight, next yeah. vote, automatically. And I think it's just arrogance. I think these people have been in government for, and like you said, I've known Kevin, I've worked with Kevin. I like him personally. Yeah. But it's just this level of arrogance that sets in when you've been into these anointed offices of high government that you just can't remember to step down and remember who you worked for and you want to be speaker and you've wanted to be speaker for 10 years and now is your chance. But you're letting your arrogance prevent yourself from going in to the well of the house and saying to the American people, this is what I'm going to do for you. Not just sitting 
there and letting politics of the day carry on with these speeches that are meaningless by people who I like, yeah. but at the end of the day, accomplish absolutely zero. You need to hear from the man or woman who's going to lead this caucus, stand up and make the speech that matters of consequence, which is a binding agreement to the American people. And he won't do it. I haven't seen him do it. And it's, it's one simple reason, in my opinion, it's arrogance. And yeah. that's why. Everyone hates the swamp. And I got to tell you, it also feels a lot like entitlement to me. And arrogance and entitlement are pretty close, I think. Government yeah. Gangsters is the name of the book. Go and pre-order it right now. It's Cash Patel. Cash, uh, let's do some predicting. What's going to happen here? Uh, I, I'm, I'm guessing <laughs> McCarthy will get it, but he's going to have to make some concessions. Yeah, and I don't think it's going to happen this week. Really? I guess in the 1800s, it took three months at one point to get a Speaker of the House. But that's really a problem, isn't it? Because the Speaker of the House is the one that can tell the Senate, okay, you guys have the majority in the Senate, but we're not going to take up any of your legislation unless you stop the spending on 87,000 IRS agents. I mean, this is a really important time, isn't it? Uh, Is it a matter of maybe next week, maybe the week after? Because if it extends longer than that, we're not going to get an agenda done, and the American people are going to get very, very frustrated. Yeah, look, as I said, I'm fine with the debate going on for a couple of days. It's day two. It's okay. There should be a debate. There it's should true. be a robust yeah. debate. But if it goes past next week, I agree with you. We got problems. If it goes past next week, I'm nominating Joe Pax to be Speaker of the House. <laughs> and I think that probably would get no votes whatsoever. Uh, one, Cash, that, well, exactly. Cash, I appreciate you coming on. Go to fightwithcash.com. Follow him on Truth Social at Cash. And pre-order this book right now, Government Gangsters. I can't wait to get a copy. Cash, thanks for always coming on and making yourself available to my audience. Let's talk again very soon, my man. Thanks, brother. Have a great day. All right. Happy New Year. We're back after this. Stay right here. Joe Pags. Really appreciate Cash coming on. Got to remind you about what's happening with the economy, war, inflation, $30 trillion in debt. Looks like 2008 all over again when millions of Americans watched their retirement savings disappear. While those who invested in physical gold and silver were protected, I got to ask you, if you've got $50,000 or more in your IRA, why not look at a different way to invest? 401k, your savings as well, it could all be at risk. Thousands of Americans are using an IRS loophole to add physical gold and silver to their retirement savings. Call 855-936-GOLD. 855-936-GOLD to get a free gold IRA kit. Learn how thousands are protecting their retirement savings and adding $10,000 or more and free silver to do it. Gold Co. is the company I recommend for gold and silver, and they've helped place over a billion dollars in precious metals. That's big time. You know that it must work. We could be looking at a recession worse than 2008. Don't play games with your retirement and your future. Don't wait. Call Gold Co. today. It's 855-936-GOLD. 855-936-GOLD. When you do, make sure you tell them Joe Pag sent you to Gold Co. Appreciate you doing that. All right, we're back. Another big hour coming your way in the Joe Pag Show. Do not touch that dial. Stay here. This is the Joe Pag Show.